In our culture, we learn through stories. But what if the stories we hear don't match the reality of life? What if the stories we hear every day that tell us how to write the narrative of our lives actually lead us to a false narrative? My name is Tim Kroll, and on this podcast, you will hear real stories, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Real people sharing the hard times, the bends in the roads along life's journey. If you're ready to join a community of other real people who are writing the narrative of their lives, then go to narrative.live and join the community. Now let's dive into today's show. All right, well, we want to welcome you guys to the very first introduction of what it is that Steve and I are doing. Uh, we have been really passionate about this for over over two years, probably closer to three years. I've known Steve for, oh, shoot, it feels like I've known you for a decade. I know it hasn't been quite that long, but I feel like I've known you for a decade. And recently, we've just come together and we've said we are going to launch Narrative.Live. And we really want to share our passion. We want to share what it is that we're doing and why we're doing it and uh, why we've really been emboldened, emboldened to be able to take this to the public and to you and kind of just give you our stories just briefly of how narrative came about. So I'm going to let Steve start. But again, thank you for joining us. We're excited about this brand new adventure that we're going to be doing and looking forward to many, many stories. But why? Why are we doing this, Steve? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Tim. And thanks, everyone that's listening in on this. Uh, we're, we're excited to launch this. And I just wanted to give a little bit of context on why Tim and I partnered up to you know make this thing happen. Honestly, it's been over five years since we started talking about this. So the concept's been around for a long time. Uh, Tim and I have become good friends and, and meet often every week or two, uh, just doing life together and talk about family and work and business. But this this narrative theme, this narrative idea has been around for over five years now. Uh, and it was just now's the time to do it. We, we've we've uh, we, we've done a lot of things together. We've kind of experimented. We've done different different things with groups that we're associated with, uh, Tim and some of the coaching that he does, you know, myself and the, the business meetings that I'm running, uh, groups of guys that, that in our community we've gotten together and kind of walked through what this narrative concept is. Um, but ultimately, I'll give the, the short story, uh, keep it brief on how it how it happened five years ago or where the idea came from. At the time, I was running my own business. Tim had actually gotten uh, in, involved in some coaching, uh, some consulting work for a couple months with my business. And we were trying to put together processes and uh, procedures and you know, business planning and everything that we were doing. Uh, and one of the th one of the first things he asked me was, you know, what's the mission? What's the vision for your company? And but but first part of that was what's what's your mission what's your vision personally because you you know he said you you can never lead a company without first knowing what your what your mission is personally and that kind of hit me that i know I, I mean i've always known in my head what i think i'm portraying or what i'm working towards but at that particular moment i'm like i'm just doing these things because i was told to like this is just the script this is the story that somebody sold me on here's how to run a business, build a business, how to do a career, family, whatever. And so that really kind of narrowed down for me what's what's important, what what stories am I living by, uh, what options do I have instead of just solving the immediate problem in front of me. 
or walking through the next step. It was like, I've got control of, you know, what I do with my life. If I'm not happy in one situation, I've actually got, you know, the ability to go create and do something new and different. And so that theme kind of led us on a journey, led me on a journey, definitely to make some different changes in in career and work and family decisions. And we kind of got to play that out together or watch how that happened over the last five years. Yeah, I think uh, we, we really yeah. started with that part of it. And then you started asking the question, what if? And that's where a lot of these what ifs, we had the unique ability to be able to start experimenting on a what if. And we took it to a group of guys. Uh, they were part of a church and kind of laid out and said, OK, how are you crafting and creating your narrative? And that gave us a lot of experiential kind of data of how critical and how important it is to be able to tell these real stories. So it's, it's really, truly been that journey. I think let's focus on that part of it. I think if, as we're looking at it, when we're talking about stories, I, and I know we'll share, Steve and I are going to share some of our stories here in a later episode. So you're going to want to tune in for that. But this whole idea about real stories and knowing what your story is, and then turning, and and Steve and I, we talk about this all the time, it's the know, share, live, and knowing what your story is, then being able to share that story effectively with others, but truly just living out your story, it literally, and I, I mean this with all my heart, we are changing people's lives by sharing our story, leaving an impact, on other people's lives. And then the greatest joy that I get is when somebody calls me back up and says, you were able to help me with this, or you changed my life in this aspect. And I know that we'll never get a true feel of how many people's lives we touched. But when we share our stories, that's what we're doing, is we're really truly being able to touch other individuals, share our our challenges, and the realness of life, not the bio that you read, not the introduction that we see on stage, I was actually on an interview one time and the guy says, Hey, I'm going to read your bio for the podcast. And I was like, Oh man, I really hate that. And he looked right at me and was like, God, it gave me a squirrely eye. And it was just like, what do you mean you hate that? I'm like, cause the bio or an introduction is just all of our highlights. It's everything that we've done. That's been good. And that's obviously going to give us some expertise. It's going to give us some credibility and there's a lot of good things, but what people miss is the story behind those highlights and all of the challenges and all of the struggles and the heartaches and the tears and the sweat and the crying out in the middle of the night kind of a thing and waking up. We miss that part because we're not telling real stories. We're just telling what the society wants us to do or wants us to share. and, And we miss that real true thing. And so Man, our passion is really about how do we get to those real stories? And we've already got a couple of recordings going. We're really excited to be able to share. I mean, we've talked to some guys that were actually in trouble with the law. They ran away to, I think it was Nicaragua, hiding out for a year, coming back. I've got other guys that are dealing with uh, real serious sicknesses, uh, life-changing type things. And and the, the fact is, we all go through these things, right? We all go through the challenges, the trauma of life, and yet too often we don't talk about the trauma, um, you know, and, and frankly, Steve and I, we, we, we deal with things all the time. I mean, that currently we're both dealing with things. And so while some of that pain is still real within us, we want to be able to share the fact that you're not the only one. You know, I'll, I'll let you share a little bit more, Steve. I kind of got on a, a soapbox there for a minute. but No, I, I think you're, you're really spot on. And it's the perspective of how you look at the things that are happening in your life too. the, the, mm-hmm. the things that you have control over a certain set of them. And then there's other things you don't have control over. 
And how do you react to that? How do you frame that into your story? I just heard today, a friend of mine, their house burned down last night. Well, that wasn't in their story. They didn't plan to not have a house yesterday, but today, you know, that's a new part of their story. That's going to affect the rest of their lives. Right. So how do you, how do you look at something that maybe as dramatic as that, that it was unplanned, but can be actually really a key part of, of the story you tell going forward, because I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of things coming out of that on how friends, family, community comes together to help them. I mean, just, just knowing they're great people and and things like that, but that's just one quick example of. Yeah. And it, uh, I I would add to this too, because there's certain things in our lives that we are comfortable sharing and certain things it's okay to share. Right. But there's also some things that are not okay to share on public media. And so society tells us certain things are, true and certain things are false. Um, And I don't care what your method of receiving or where you're hearing that from. Uh, Some people, it's social media. Some people, it's their parents. Some people, it's a society. Some people, it's the news. Some people, I mean, like I I can go down the the list of where you're hearing the narrative that's being told to you. And and for everybody, it's a little bit different. Um, It it just, it, it always changes. Here's the point, though, that I that I find consistent across all of those venues that are telling us what should be and how we should be living our lives. It's their story and it's the way that they think you should be living your life. Now, are there moral absolutes? hundred percent. And we're not trying to go down the moral absolute road. But what we're really looking at is when there are things that can be good, both right and left. How do you make the choice? Because we're all struggling with the trauma. We're all struggling with the beliefs that we carry forward. I would put it this way. And I use social media, Facebook as a as an example. But in reality, this happens much, much more than just on Facebook. Often we look at people's lives on Facebook and all we see are all of the highlights. We see all of the good stuff. We rarely see the challenges. We rarely see the trauma that they're going through. Because it's not socially acceptable to post that stuff. And so in our minds, we look at that and we say, okay, I know that their life isn't perfect. However, in my heart, I actually start to believe that their life is perfect. And since it's not socially acceptable to post out about our challenges and our hiccups and our trauma, we don't. We start to live that life. We start to live that belief that we are actually the only ones that are going through it. Even though mentally we know nobody else is perfect and mentally we can actually conclude that, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, Tim. Nobody else is perfect. Everybody else is going through stuff. But yet we start to live our lives and believe that we are the only ones that are going through that because we don't share what's really going on. And when we start to live that life and we start to believe that lie that we are the only ones and that we are all alone, that means that I am just a mess. And then we start to isolate ourselves. And when we start to isolate ourselves, that's when it gets worse. That's when the fear starts to dominate. That's when we realize that we we have, we, I shouldn't say realize, that's when we start to believe that we have no value to contribute to society, we're, we are not worth anything, we lose our self-confidence. And in fact, I actually read this from the other, from another thing. See, there's a lot of pressure on men and, and on women too, but there's a lot of pressure on men to be the hero, to sit on the white horse. And if we ever fall off that white horse, suddenly we have no value. And that's just not the way it is. But yet that's a a trend. That's a false narrative that society puts forward. So this goal, our goal is to be able to share all of those stories and say, look, here's what is really going on in our lives. Here's how we're going to share that. So that way we can be a stronger community. We can be stronger leaders. 
stronger business owners, whatever position that you're in, you can become a stronger individual. And you can be more of a contribution to society, to your community, to your family, to your business, because you're sharing and because you're writing your own narrative. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. I for for me personally, it was it was identifying the narratives I was telling myself that were wrong. And and that that was the starting point. But what I've found is uh and really the goal of this is is building a community of people that are moving towards towards that together, writing their own narratives and having uh, a community that is aligned towards that, not just consuming more content. Um, you know, because there's thousands of podcasts out there. There's thousands of, you know, articles and content somebody can digest and hear a great story or whatever. Purpose is moving towards what's a real authentic story? How do you know yours? How do you share it with others? How do you live it out? And, and so that's what my goal is. How how do we get to the point where we can have a community that's that's purposefully writing their own stories and living it out together? Yeah. Yeah. And, and as we kind of draw it down here, I mean, the why is really we connect with other individuals as we hear their journey and as we understand their journey. It's not just about what do you do for a living. It's not just about the titles that you hold. It's really about what is what has your journey looked like throughout your life? What has led you to this point? And all of the junk and the trash and the garbage that goes with it, it's not that we want to criticize or bring up all the things. We want to know because we want to speak to those individuals that are right in the middle of it. We want it to be supportive, encouraging, things that are going to allow you to be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. That's our goal. That's what we want with these stories. People that have walked through the same garbage, the same trauma that you are currently walking through and know that there's a way out and know that there's hope at the end and things can get a little bit better because you've grown on an individual basis. Yep. Well put. (laughs) That was our mic drop moment. There we go. (laughs) Till next time, keep living your story. Keep walking your journey. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the author of your story? Take the next step now at www.narrative.live and enter your details to connect with a community of others just like you that are tired of living under the false narrative. Finding your true story and writing your narrative, it will give you clarity, freedom of your day, and it just might change your life forever.